Hi, everyone. It's Robert Poole. Welcome back to the Growing Your B2B Small Business Podcast. Today, I want to talk about a concept that has enabled our company to go from zero to millions of dollars in revenue with relatively few employees. Let's get started. Do you have a small B2B business? Are you frustrated with the lack of resources to grow in B2B? So where do we go to learn how to grow our B2B small business? Should we focus on traditional offline methods, online techniques, or both? How do we bring in more clients and revenue and yet keep our sanity? I'm Robert Poole. Join me as I share two decades of B2B growth experience, learn new techniques, and combine both offline and online growth strategies to grow my own business. If you're listening to this podcast, you're part of an elite group of achievers who aren't willing to settle for just a nine-to-five job. Welcome to the tribe and welcome home. Hey, everyone. I hope you're having an awesome day today. In the last episode, we talked about how important it is to take yourself on a retreat several times a year to evaluate and plan for the next six months or so. Today, I want to talk about a concept I learned in my early 20s that has been ever-present in my efforts to grow my companies. The concept came from Michael Gerber's uh, book, The E-Myth, originally. It's a great book, and I would highly recommend it. The thing that stuck out to me was focusing on and on growing your business with the scalability and repeatability of mind at every step. What I mean by this is that you have to put systems in place at every stage of your business before you can grow to the next level. So let me ask you, have you ever had a burst of sales or taken on, on a big client then realized you weren't quite ready as a company to handle that client? Maybe you didn't have the right staff or organization to handle it. I know I've certainly experienced this uh, in overwhelm. It's exciting to get that increase in growth in customers and revenue, but then comes the fulfillment of that increase in revenue. If you don't have systems in place to handle that, you can turn a great victory in acquiring a customer to the other end of the spectrum where you aren't able to perform as promised and the customer gets disgruntled and badmouths you. This kind of unpreparedness is really due to only one thing, and that's systems. So why should you systemize? There are a bunch of reasons that I learned firsthand over the years, uh, mostly through trial and error. First, in my mind, the goal of any business venture for you as the entrepreneur is to create a valuable asset, your business. So what does that mean, create a valuable asset? Well, if your business is not sellable to an outside party without you staying on as an employer or at least advisor, you don't have a sellable asset, or at least the the value of it's diminished drastically. I mean, you could sell it to someone who wants to buy a job for themselves but and basically replace you, but that's not what your goal should be. Second, systemizing your business to the point where it can run on autopilot without you will substantially reduce the stress in your life. If your business is relying on your skill set working in the business, it means that when you're away from the business, it suffers. If you're away from the business and have confidence that your business is running fine without you, you can relax and focus on other areas of your life, other businesses, etc. I believe it was in the e-myth um, where Michael Gerber talks about how in business you should be there to the business should serve you and you not serve it. And unfortunately, we as entrepreneurs tend to have a hard time letting go of areas in our businesses we've talked about previously. And sometimes our business does run us, so to speak. As a side note, in that book, he also talks a lot about franchising and why it's so popular. You know, the king of franchising, Ray Kroc, the founder of McDonald's, became the largest fast food chain in the world because of the franchise model. And all a franchise is, is systemizing everything in the business so much that when you buy one, you can become a business owner instead of an operator, you know, if you can afford the staff to implement the franchise model. A franchise saves you time, money, and effort uh, it takes to build those systems and test out different tactics and so on. The franchise model is a perfect example of businesses so systemized that anybody with money to buy one walks into the systems already pre-built. 
You know, one of the other areas systems come into place and can save you a ton of time and money is when hiring employees. Although our company was always decent at systemizing things, uh, one area we didn't do well, I would say probably in the first five years or so, um, to start uh, was systemizing the tasks that each employee was responsible for. You know, we used to hire an employee, then have them sit with another coworker who had the knowledge in their head. Uh, and then the mentor employee would teach the new person how to do the job by watching them. What this meant is that the company was paying for two employees to do a single job, one to demonstrate the task, then the other try to implement it. Using this model prevented us from getting a new person up to speed, uh, at least for several months. Looking back, there are several reasons why this one-on-one model didn't work. Number one being that the training was uh, relying on one employee's knowledge and opinions that may or may not be right uh, to teach this new person. Sometimes they'd teach a newbie something that was completely wrong, and we'd have to go back later and reteach the newbie the correct way. In addition, when you have someone quit or you have to terminate them suddenly and there's no crossover with them training a new person, you're left with a big hole in your business and it can be very painful to go find somebody new and then try to get them up to speed. The employee leaving leaves with all that knowledge and you're stuck uh, starting from scratch, so to speak. You know, Besides recovering for a lost employee, having everything systemized gives your employees confidence that they know what their job is and know exactly how to do it and what's expected of them. Without this systemization, you'll find that each employee will find a different way to do their job, and it won't necessarily be the way that you as the leader and owner want. There are also direct benefits to you as the owner and leader when the business is completely systemized. When the business is systemized, you're freed up to focus on the strategic thought that growth requires. If you're caught up in the day-to-day because you don't have the systems in place to grow the business, you'll most likely not grow beyond what those systems can handle. You know, in addition to accelerating growth, uh, you're also able to free yourself from the business and be an owner and an entrepreneur. As I said before, you know, if you can take a few days off to focus on other things in your life and uh, other businesses or whatever, uh, and your business systemized, you don't have to worry about what's going on with your business. Okay, so assuming you're on board with the whole systemization concept, how do we implement this in our actual day-to-day business? Well, the first thing you have to do is uh, start documenting all the tasks that your business has on a daily basis. You know, if you look at larger companies, you'll find they all have operations manuals or knowledge bases or some kind of training resources for their employees. This is not just corporate fluff uh, like a lot of times. uh, And without systems in place that are documented, they would have never gotten that big uh, as there's just too much to learn verbally. So how do you get started? First, I'd recommend you find a software platform that you can use to start documenting how each of the tasks in your business should be done. We started out years ago with hard copy operations manuals, but found that things changed so frequently that we had to constantly uh, swap out the changes. Using a a web-based knowledge software learning program eliminates this, and you can build your documentation as sort of a living document. You know, there are plenty of uh, platforms out there. You just have to Google it and have to try different ones and and see what fits your needs. You know, at Sales Double, we actually decided to build an internal uh, knowledge-based system that's worked well for us, but a custom solution is definitely not required. You know, if you don't have these things already documented, it can be a a daunting task. I realize that. So I would start out with some of the most important items and add to it over time. You know, I always tell employees every time someone starts working on a task and then they realize that task should be documented and we don't have it documented already, they can simply make an entry in the knowledge base with the task itself and kind of a a placeholder. Uh, And then when they have time, they can go back and fill in the steps. That way it doesn't become overwhelming. You know, when it comes to specific tasks, you'll probably get resistance from some of your team members with the objection that, well, this requires a custom series of steps that each 
you know, each time you do it to complete it, et cetera. And, uh, you know, I don't buy that. And if you have to find something that can't have something written out and broken down into general steps, of course, there's always going to be exceptions. But generally, for most activities, you should be able to come up with enough generalized subtasks that someone off the street will be able to get a basic understanding of how to form that task. This uh, concept of documentation and systemizing uh, has to permeate your entire company, and everyone should be actively involved. Without buy-in from your staff, it's unlikely that it'll work, and that's why it's so important that you teach them the critical role of documentation plays and why systemization is the only way to grow beyond the current level you're at. You know, one of the biggest benefits of documentation is when hiring employees. You know, as I mentioned, we used to do in-person verbal training, but when we started to switch to documentation first, then a mentor to ask questions, we found that starting a new employee went from months before they were competent to weeks and days. So when we hire a new employee, uh, we give them assigned areas of their job in the KB system that we developed, have them study it, and only then do we have a mentor there to ask their questions and that sort of thing. This drastically speeds up the process of a new employee to be productive. So how does this apply to you if you're a solopreneur? It's just you, you don't have any employees. Well, actually, this is the perfect time to start documenting so that when you start to grow, you'll be able to ramp up the employees that you bring on and make them a profitable part of your business instead of a drain on cash. You actually have an advantage as you don't have tons of systems that will take document uh, that will take months to document uh, for an established uh, business uh, and to, just to fit in their workload. Uh, so far, you know, I've talked about this mostly in the internal sense, but documentations and systems have a big effect on your customers as well. All people like consistency and predictability in their lives. You know, for instance, I know that if I order a Diet Coke uh, from a McDonald's in Dallas, Texas, it's going to taste the same as my Diet Coke at the local McDonald's. You know, if I go to an independent restaurant, I'm going to get a different tasting Diet Coke every time, which isn't nearly as comforting from a customer perspective. If your clients come to you and they get the, the same sales message and the same mantra from your salespeople as they do with the client service or operations people, that gives them confidence that you know what you're doing and that they've made the right decision to do business with you. As they progress through whatever onboarding process you have for them, uh, if the system works smoothly and they get the same experiences as everyone else, it puts them at ease. So while this whole concept is relevant to all businesses, I think it's even more important to B2B companies. Why? For uh, a couple of reasons, really. For one, the stakes are usually much higher uh, due to the size of the sale or the time being spent on their relationships with customers. It's also critical that your customers have confidence in you. So while this whole concept is relevant to all businesses, I think, I think it's even more important to B2B companies. Why? Well, uh, for a couple of reasons. Uh, for one, the stakes are much larger usually uh, due to the size of the sale and the time spent on developing a relationship with the customer. It's also critical that your customers have total confidence in you. One way to do this is to show the systems in place, an organized onboarding process of applicable or shipment uh, or whatever, and the same predictable sales message everyone in your organization presents when interacting with your company. You know, when dealing with owners and high-ranking executives, they're more demanding of your professionalism, organization, and competence uh, of vendors like ourselves. Uh, and if we appear disorganized or don't show them we have the systems in place to handle their business, they'll end up jumping ship and you'll soon lose the account. You know, whether uh, you're just starting out in your business or been in business for 20 years, I, I think that you should really look at every decision or strategy in terms of the long-term impact and the feasibility of the action. If it can't be documented and put on autopilot eventually, it's probably not a good strategy. So think about not only growing your business, but the end game. 
What would turn your company from a job someone could buy from you to an asset that has much more value in the open market that someone could just buy, walk in, and hands off, and the business would still function? If you can get to this point in your business, it'll change the lives of your team, your customers, and you. And if you aren't systemizing your business, now is a great time to start. I hope this was helpful and you got some areas of your business that uh, you can recognize that need to be systemized uh, and hopefully move your company forward. Thanks for listening and I'll talk to you soon. Have an awesome day. Thanks for listening today. I hope you learned something you can implement right away. I know your time is valuable and it's really an honor to serve you. Please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes and give me your honest feedback and what future subjects would help you out the most. Now, I've also put together a short ebook on some of the top lessons I've learned in 20 years uh, in a B2B business. You can download a free copy at growyourb2bcompany.com. That's growyourb2bcompany.com.